Hi, my name's Tara Humphrey and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast, where I will be sharing interviews and insights from the field of healthcare. The Business of Healthcare podcast is brought to you by THC Primary Care, where we provide operations and project management to primary care networks. If you are a clinical lead or a practice manager and your primary care network to-do list is growing by the minute and you could do with an extra pair of hands to deliver some of your projects and network-based services, I would absolutely love to help you. So come and check us out at www.thcprimarycare.co.uk. Now let's jump into this week's episode. Hi and welcome back to the Business of Healthcare podcast. I hope you guys are doing well. So in this episode, I wanted to share with you some conversations and some insights that I've had with my clients this past week because I think it's going to be really helpful for you guys. So the first insight comes from a primary care network that we were working together because I was facilitating a planning discussion around how this network made up of four general practices were going to come together to potentially collaborate and deliver their flu vaccinations as a network instead of individual practices. That was the purpose of the discussion. And we had a really, really good conversation and The outcome of that conversation was that the practices felt actually we can manage this within our practices and that we are not going to co-deliver our flu vaccination program this year. But we can work more closely. We can share our risk assessments. We can discuss governance together. We can coordinate and share PPE if we need to. We can share our vaccinations if we have got one practice has got some spare and the other practice needs some. They were absolutely happy to do that. They wanted to come together on a regular basis to see how each practice was doing. The practice shared kind of essentially their floor plans and their layout of how they were going to deliver flu vaccinations. And one practice was like, oh, yeah, that's really helpful. Or oh, we can do that. Um, so they are collaborating, but the management of flu will be done within their individual practices. And because of the primary care network death specification, there is a collective flu target, but they will deliver flu within their practices. So it was a really good conversation. And the the nugget which I would like you to take from that conversation was one particular practice kept saying, I hope this will happen. I hope this. I hope that. And I did have to say, I hope you don't mind me kind of interrupting you, but you're using the word hope a lot. I hope people don't turn up early. I hope we have enough of this. I hope everybody in the practice gets on board. I hope that our patients see our communications. So we had to kind of reframe the conversation. And I said to her, we need to take this hope and make some concrete plans. So how are we going to ensure patients do not come early? And if they do come early, they know the consequence of coming early and they know what is going to happen. 
So we need to make sure we're really slick on our communications and we test it because we don't want loads of people waiting outside of the surgery. Learning the lessons from coronavirus, sometimes guidance comes out like there was a period where guidance would come out over the weekend. So Mondays would be really busy or people would just be working all weekend, um, you know, trying to understand what needed to be done. So learning those lessons, it was let's have a series of scenarios around what do we do if we run out of PPE? What can what can you do? What will you do if you run out of vaccinations? What will you do when the piece of guidance comes out? How will that be communicated across the network? So rather than just continuing to hope and having the idea in your mind, we articulated the intention and we put a plan and some mitigation around reducing the risk of something negatively happening. So I hope that's helpful. It's just it's just a language thing. It's just making sure we can hope all we like, but we can make some plans. Doesn't mean those plans are going to run, you know, 100% smoothly, but we are reducing the risk of error and miscommunication and lack of planning when we just use the word hope. So the other insight I wanted to share with you guys is that I was working with a large practice which merged in 2019. They've merged in governance and premises and people, but they haven't really merged in that mindset and they still use the term they still use the term them and us and branch surgery. So we had a really, really good and powerful conversation and we used a technique that comes from a lady called Nancy Klein and it's the technique time to think where there is uninterrupted time to think. What we said was when thinking about your merger, what has gone well? And then they would have two minutes of silence and they would write down what they thought had gone well. And then we each then each person in turn got, it was between one and two minutes of uninterrupted airtime to share what they thought had gone well. And some people, you know, some people went over a little bit, some people struggled to fill the time, but it was no, nobody interrupt, just really listen to what is being said. It was really, really, really powerful. And the power of language came out. Somebody said, when you use the term branch surgery, essentially that really hurts my feelings and that we have to stop doing this. We are supposed to be one one practice. We are not the branch surgery. Other people said we communicate, but we not, you know, the communication's not really landing. We communicate a lot, but I'm not really quite sure what's being said. And I don't feel like I'm being listened to. So that was really important. Another a GP partner said we underestimated the emotional impact of this change and that when things went well it wasn't because we were deliberately trying to be mean and be you know disruptive it was we underestimated the process of change the emotional impact of change um, the importance of communication And it was really, 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 it was a really good session where people said, I don't think I'm being listened to. Within that session, people were listened to. 
and so, you know even there were periods where we all just sat in silence and it's like okay we're really okay I didn't realize that and then we finished the session with like some positive affirmations where we got the partners and the leadership team to share um, one thing that they really appreciated about their colleagues if you guys within your practice within your organization if there is a bit of conflict if there is some underlying tension having a session doesn't have to be facilitated where you each take some time to you know pose that killer question and that may be what is working well we also pose what could have been done better pose that killer question set a timer get everybody to write down their thoughts we did this obviously uh, virtually and then take it in turns probably is helpful to have a facilitator but you can have a facilitator from you know like within your network it's really really powerful time to think time to talk uninterrupted is really really powerful but then you have to then act on what is being said and what could we do differently what is coming up that we could do differently what project what initiative how do we get this practice feeling like we are one and not a you know not one practice is taken over the branch surgery so we're going to be working with that practice for hopefully another six sessions so it was really really good it was really good and it was really lovely at the end to see smiling faces and you know people kind of said like wow when we work in general practice in my instance in primary care in the field of healthcare, sometimes we place a lot of emphasis on the technical aspect of the job but sometimes mindset the soft stuff communication facilitation you know, a really good meeting can transform a practice and really give your team a morale boost to keep going and want to change things. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. And I'm using the word hope, but I think I feel like I can. <laughs> I feel like I can in this instance. So within these podcasts, I also share with you my highlight of the week and what would have been even better if... So my highlight of the week, hands down, was carrying out the selection panel for our Business of Healthcare scholarships and going through all of the video submissions. There was a couple where I thought I was going to cry. They were so good. It was so, so good. And for all of you that have submitted an application and you listen to this podcast, I just cannot thank you enough that you you took the time to do that. Um, It really means so, so much to me. And I wish we could help everybody. And the plan is to do this again. I'm already planning the second round of scholarships. Like this is something I want to do for for the foreseeable future every year, a couple of times a year. So I'm working really hard to make that happen. That we've got this first cohort. Uh, everyone's been selected. And now I'll be in the process of letting everybody know. So that was definitely the highlight of the week. And then what would have been even better if, so being honest, as I always am on these podcasts, and when I like take a pause, that's like, I'm always thinking, oh God, should I say this? I had a really good coaching session with my business coach and she said to me, Tara, you really need to watch your words and watch your language because I kept using the word just and I just wasn't, I was coming across like I wasn't confident and she was like, oh Tara, I sometimes want to shake you. You know, like you've got so much good stuff here. Why don't you believe it? And I think that is my imposter syndrome came out big time. 
and what would have been even better if is that if I just if I just stopped and just took a pause and really thought about what I was going to say it's the words you tell yourself I'm just this or I'm not good enough or I don't know I I spoke with somebody the other week who I really wanted to work with and at the end of that conversation I thought Tara if I was them I would not want to work with me because I didn't come across as confident I really downplayed all that I have achieved and was just like well why do you want to work with me like you don't say that to a potential client you don't what would have been even better if would have been that I had spoken more positively about myself and my achievements and we all do it and that's why I'm sharing it with you we all say just as having a conversation with um, a friend who she's won so many awards she's doing she's doing absolutely amazingly and even she was saying oh this person's really taken so much time to help me you know like little old me I can't believe he's got so much faith in me and I was like stop it stop it stop saying it like that like you're a small you know little girl you are a GP partner you are award-winning GP partner you're a clinical lead for X, Y, and Z. Yes, he's helped you. And yes, that's great. But don't diminish all that you have achieved and that you're probably helping him as well. Like it's a partnership. He's not looking down to help you. You're his peer and his colleague. And you're probably providing mutual support. And she was like, yeah, you're right. You can see it in other people. I can see it in other people. I need to learn to see that in myself more. So that would have been my even better if, and I'm really working on how I think and talk about myself. So that's all folks. I hope that's helpful. Please let me know your key takeaways from this podcast. You can find me on social media at THC Primary Care on Twitter, on Instagram, the same, and Tara Humphrey on LinkedIn. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you like what you hear, it would be great if you could give us a shout out on social media. You can find me on Twitter at THC Primary Care, on Instagram again at THC Primary Care or on LinkedIn. Just look for Tara Humphrey. And if you really like it, it would be great if you left us an iTunes five star rating and review. And I will see you in the next episode.